Welcome to the Real Estate Fight Club, a podcast for agents where you'll witness a battle of opinions about topics affecting your real estate business. There are many ways for agents to achieve success. The secret is to find which approach will work for you. Now, always in your corner, here are your hosts, Jen Mertland and Monica Weekly. All right, welcome to this episode of Real Estate Fight Club. Today, we are going to do a Realtor Jail episode where we talk about professional standards committee cases, code of ethics violations. And here with me today is Jim Camarada from KW in Minnesota. Hey, Jim. Hey, Jennifer. How you doing, kiddo? Good. So I know today we're going to talk about, are you allowed to advertise that sold listing? And you said it's an update from NAR. Can you fill us in on what's going on? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, NAR is, is basically saying, uh, listen, guys, you can't be telling the world that you participated in that sale if you did not participate. So if you're the listing agent or the selling agent, yeah, you can you can promote the fact that you sold it or participated in the sale. But if you start putting out flyers, mailers, uh, advertising in magazines or wherever, lists of properties that have sold, it implies that you had something to do with it. And NAR is trying to crack down on that and saying, mm -mm -mm. nope, we don't want to see that. That's very misleading for the public. Well, okay. So I feel like at face value that like, passes the logic test. But I mean, this is called Fight Club. So here we go. <laughs> with, <laughs> so, but you are allowed yeah. to, with permission, advertise other agents' houses that are for sale, as long as you say that the listing was provided by so-and-so at XYZ, whatever, correct? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So yeah. why can't we just do that on sold properties too? Because Article 12 dash I'm already angry. No, hate it. Burn it down. Oh, <laughs> just not How much have you had so far? Uh, only, realtors, only realtors who participated in the transaction as the listing broker or cooperating broker, ergo the selling broker, may claim to have sold the property. Prior to closing, a cooperating broker may post a sold sign only with the consent of the listing broker. Now that was amended a number of years oh, ago. Oh, see, I always say if if you are the buyer's agent, well, listen, okay. So two things. One, that doesn't make sense, like that I can, with permission, advertise a for sale property, not with permission, advertise a sold property. One and two, if the if I represent the buyer, and after the buyer has closed, if the buyer allows me to post a sold sign, I did post, I did represent them in the transaction. Then that should be fine. I should not have to get right, right. Okay, but you know, it gets stickier when. And I see this a lot and it's it's very controversial and because no one will really bite the bullet and, and make a clear decision on it. NARA is kind of skirting around it a little bit by saying, uh, you know, it implies that you had something to do with that sale. So I see ads in magazines with all of these properties sold in this particular zip code, for example. 
Sure. And but that's, those are facts. I mean, these are the properties that sold and I'm advertising my services and right. I see what they're saying, like it's implied, but what's the difference between doing that for a for sale property and doing that for a sold property? It feels the same. Feels the same. Uh, but Nara is saying, nope, the word sold is boldly captioned and the realtor's name, team name, brokerage, contact information is prominently displayed on these, uh, on these ads and the ad copy solicits new listings from potential sellers by implying that the successful sales featured in the ad were handled by the realtor, the team, or the brokerage, when in real reality, they did not list. So you're allowed to buy. advertise it with the permission and disclosing who held the listing up and like through the pending status, just not when it's sold. Mm -hmm. That's yeah. dumb. Yeah. Well, you know, they're, they're trying to making an even playing field and hold everybody accountable for doing the right thing, you know, in this industry. It's not wrong. Would you, okay. So let's say if we were going and, to like, boy, okay, there are a lot of, uh, how do I, how do I there are a lot of people who push the envelope. <laughs> right. So that's like, that's kind of the struggle, right? Because it's like, we are independent contractors. This is our own business. But then we have this like overlay of the broker. And then we have an additional overlay of uh, NAR slash, I'm going to say slash MLS rules, right? Like all these rules. So it, it feels, it feels like we're not our own business, sort of sometimes. And it's like really frustrating because it's, it is confusing. Either we can advertise it with permission, with, either we can advertise it or not. Like, why does it have to stipulate? It's, do you see what I'm saying? It's confusing. Oh, I do. I do. I do. Uh, and I'm trying to think of an analogy that, uh, you know, would, would clarify it. Um, I'm coming up blank right now and I got a little six month old puppy that's uh, fighting for oh. my attention. Okay. Go sit down there. Oh, she's, oh, she's adorable. <laughs> so if, if you're an, if you see this an agent advertising, cause I have seen it where, Oh, what about this on the internet? Like, we'll just say like Zillow used to do this. I think they still do. And other advertising things you can like claim the listing, right? You can claim the sold property. Who's allowed to claim that the listing agent or the buying agent, because they were both a part of it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. As long as you participated in the transaction. But only I'm, I'm one sure. agent's allowed to claim it. You can't have two claiming. Mm, I participated in the sale. I represented the buyer exactly. on your listing. Now, and, oh. and here's something else that recently has happened. Uh, in our local Minnesota, state of Minnesota um, board, um, you can now file an anonymous complaint against another agent for violating under uh, article two, uh, 12, I need which is the advertising one that we're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. So if you see something that is clearly wrong in an advertisement, you may now file a complaint without stating your name or other self-identifying information. But at so, some point, the person you're accusing is going to know it was you. Yes. If, yeah, if, if they want to, uh, you know, take it to the next step with a hearing, obviously you're going to be made <laughs> public. Right. <laughs> you know, uh, your, your right. cloak of anonymity will be lifted. 
Maybe, you know, Alan, my business partner has a saying, some of us need to speed up. Some of us need to slow down. I need to drink less coffee. You need to drink more coffee. Maybe. (laughs) (sighs) That's what happens when you you haven't worked for a couple of days. (laughs) Right. Exactly. Yeah. So what we're taking away from this is if you, you are allowed to, with permission, And as long as you are allowed to advertise properties that are active, coming soon, or pending, as long as you have permission in writing, and you also have, um, you've you've like put on there who who it's provided by, the listing brokerage and agent, but you are not allowed to do the same thing for solds. Am I correct? Yeah. Yeah. That's dumb. Essentially. Yep. Yep. And if you've got active listings, it can only be with your brokerage. Um, no, you are allowed to, with permission from the other brokerage, advertise active. Yeah. Not in our state. That's also dumb. That's dumb. The whole thing is dumb. Well, you can't even hold an open house for another broker. It could be your best Which friend. Which is really dumb. Like, oh my that, God, that needs to that be is, another one. That is, state, that is state statute. I went round and round with somebody not too long ago. That is state statute. In I know Minnesota. you're not allowed to do that. We need to fight about that one later. That'll be next one. Well, yeah, Jim, if people, <laughs> if people have a referral for you in Minnesota, what is the best way to get a hold of you? Well, you can email me at jimcamarada at kw.com, or you can call or text 612-562-7461. I love referrals. Awesome. Well, thanks for being on. And if you have questions about this, you want to see the um, updates, you can give me a call at 513-400-1691 or a text. All right. Thanks, Jim. Hey, thank you. You take care. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Real Estate Fight Club podcast. Make sure to hit the subscribe button so you get updates when new episodes are available. And we truly love feedback and would appreciate all likes, reviews, and suggestions for future topics.